the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mahoning Valley Daily Podcast. It is Monday, August 16th, and my name is Ron Cabuno. On today's show, we are probably going to dive deepest into the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan, and that has definitely led all the headlines this weekend, understandably so. But first, let's start with a little bit of levity. Today is National Roller Coaster Day, which is really cool, and coincidentally, it is also the day where the first patent for a loop-the-loop roller coaster was awarded. Now that one was for one in Coney Island, New York, but anyone over the age of 40 who is listening in the Mahoning Valley would hopefully know the double loop at Geauga Lake. That was one of my favorites going on as a a young kid because the lines were never too long and it wasn't too scary, but you did get to go in two loops. So I gotta commend whoever has been part of the history of making roller coasters. Thank you very much for your service and your crazy creativity. And so glad we get to enjoy all the insane stuff that you guys bring to fruition when we go to places like Cedar Point. My goodness, is that a great place to have your thrills. This is not the place to have your thrills though, this here podcast. This is just gonna be a place that we are gonna talk the straight scoop, so to speak. Um, I'm going to try my best to find the middle ground between the left and the right and give you guys what I feel to be is the fair, honest assessment on whatever might be coming down the news pike. So if you look at the Fox News website, you would think that Joe Biden just single-handedly invented the Taliban and then invited them into the White House for tea. And it is so much fun to play the blame game, since it's apparently either got to be my guy or the other guy who totally screwed things up nowadays and no one can ever share the blame because that's just not how the media environment works nowadays but i would ask you oh reasonable citizens of the valley to use your head understand that this is not a democrat or republican issue at all it's a referendum on our approach to nation building and our approach to spreading democracy and democratic values, and how members of both parties have been extremely delusional about its prospects for generations now. So this is nothing new, and this is nothing that one side owns over the others. There have been 2,400 American troops killed in Afghanistan, and an additional 3,500 contractors, most Americans, And there have been over 20,000 wounded soldiers in Afghanistan. This is obviously not something we were looking to continue indefinitely. As one of our U.S. representatives put it so eloquently, he said that the Taliban have always said that America has the watches, but they have the time. Obviously, that means they will be biding their time and waiting for us to leave for as however long it takes because they know that the country will be theirs in seconds as soon as we do and that's exactly what happened now it just takes one look at the photos and the stories coming out of there to understand that this withdrawal was handled poorly so I know that watching all that film will have Republicans looking to open up dozens of Benghazi style investigations and rightfully so 
But aside from any additional casualties caused by the terrible way that the evacuation was handled, I gotta say that this is what we were in for. Now, whether it took the Taliban two hours to take the country back or two years, it was going to happen. And there were going to be these scenes of violent, bloody, totalitarian acts perpetrated for all the world to see, no matter when it did. Afghan, Afghanistan's, you know, their fledgling security forces, they were never going to hold up long term. Remember the phrase, we don't negotiate with terrorists? Well, then why, may I ask, did the Trump administration have meetings with the Taliban just two years ago? Maybe the reason is because they were either always secretly running things the whole time, or like I said, just waiting until we left to once again usurp all the power. And you can tell how flimsy the government that we installed there was, because when Trump did negotiate with the Taliban, he didn't even ask the government that we set up to join in, because they were essentially a moot point and a persona non grata in terms of power sharing within the country. So, what does that mean? That means that going forward, we are going to have to consider them legitimate rulers of the country and deal with them diplomatically, kind of, in one way or another, because they've already been betrothed the stamp of legitimacy, and if we completely shut them out from all negotiations, then that means that American security will probably, even more, will probably be even further compromised going forward. This is a, a lot of people are saying, stain on the nation that we will probably have to live with for many years. I absolutely agree. This is horrible. But don't tell me for a second that this wouldn't have happened at any point in the past 20 years. Essentially, Joe Biden was just the one who decided to finally rip the Band-Aid off. If Obama would have taken our troops out, if Trump would have taken our troops out, no matter who would have given a timetable or not, this is how it was going to happen. The, full, the minute we were fully out of the country, this is how it was going to play out. And both Trump and Biden admitted what we all know. The majority of the country does not back our continuing occupation of this country. And they don't really like to have their sons and daughters go over there to be killed for what they consider to be a lost cause. Now, my heart goes out to everybody in Afghanistan, especially people of the vulnerable populations, women, children, LGBTQ, you name it, the infirmed, anybody who ruthless, awful people don't have the time for are now in serious trouble. And it's not our fault, but we could have done more. Um... I don't know where to go with this. I just know that playing the blame game is not a real good way to look at this. I'd have to say you have to look at the total picture of how American military might has been used since 9-11 and what our goals and objectives were. And if we had enough of the international community helping us achieve those, and if we were realistic about what was going to happen in the future when we were no longer lending a hand.